Welcome to Master Phil in Your Corner at the new location of the Dougie Fresh Studios in Wyckoff, New Jersey. We're here, as always, with Dougie Fresh Friedman, and we have a special guest today, Dr. Mike Dworkin. Hello, hello. So uh, today subject we're going to discuss the vaping dilemma and let me give a little background on on vaping uh when when it first came out when it first came out i said this is nonsense and yet you know the publications were saying oh it's fine it's a great way to get off of uh cigarettes this it's not harmful it's vapor it's not uh it's not tobacco blah 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 and uh, as always, if you put foreign substance into your body, there will be negative results. So let's just look at a couple of these things here. From the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, as of October 23rd, 2019, has linked almost 1,500 cases of mysterious lung disease over the past six months, and at least 33 people have died since this outbreak began. Okay, uh, this, this illness, it's marked by chest pain, shortness of breath, vomiting, and it's largely affected young people, the ones being targeted by these, uh, the marketing by these companies pushing forth uh, this vaping notion that it's good. Uh, The vast majority of cases, almost 80% involve e-cigarette users younger than 35, and another 15% are younger than 18. So is this a safe alternative to smoking, or is it a way to grow a market? We know that cigarette smoking has decreased, so... In my mind, these guys are wanting to push this stuff out and gain, garner that market again. So if you look at some young people who vape and then transition to cigarette smoking, you know, a lot of them would have become smokers no matter what. But, but experts estimate now that there are about five, over 495,000 people ages 12 to 29, who have tried e-cigarettes as of 2018, they would go on to become regular cigarette smokers as a direct result of their vaping habit. And then, um, you know, according to uh, Samir Soniji from uh, Tobacco Control Research at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, you know, guys, it's out there. So, you know, to sum this up, in other words, people who never, people who had never become smokers if they hadn't vaped first. That's that's almost 500,000, almost half a million people in that short amount of time, young people ages 12 to 29 that would not have even tried it, tried smoking, have now have a whole new crop of future smokers and vapors. You know, and... and People say, well, you know, it's okay, this, that, and the other thing. I'm just going to look at one thing. What about, what, what temperature is that coming into your, into your mouth? What's the average temperature? Fahrenheit, the average temperature, is about 470 degrees, 243 degrees Celsius. I'm all about physiology here. That's <laughs> so, coming out of the, that's coming yeah. out of the machine yeah. into your lungs. Yes. Four hundred. It's a heated metal coil. 
<laughs> and, wow. and they're sucking that into their lungs. And they hear that one of the most dangerous things that you don't get from from uh, cigarette smoking that you get from from vaping is a thing called popcorn lung. And I'm going to let you go off on this. I'm going to give you, I'm going to feed you, I'm going to feed you into this. This is a um, popcorn lung. It's diacetyl is a chemical linked to severe respiratory disease, uh, bronchiolitis, uh, obliterian. I don't even know what that is. Commonly known as popcorn lung. I know popcorn lung. It was found in 39 of 51 flavored e-liquids examined by researchers from uh, at Harvard. And this was done by uh, the T.H. Chan School of Public Health. And guess what? It's 70 times greater than that in cigarettes. Please take it away, Dr. Dworkin. Yeah. Let me hear your well, thoughts it, on this. Yeah, it's, it's not only about the popcorn lung because what happens is um, you have the diacetyl mm-hmm. uh, as well as they also have formaldehyde in there. Uh-huh. And the key is the vitamin E acetate. It, what it does is it causes inflammation in the lungs and the reaction from the inflammation in the lungs or the bronchioles, mm-hmm. it creates this popcorn-like appearance. And um, it, it basically starves your lungs from oxygen transfer. What does that do to the alveoli in the lungs? Well, it, it, it beyond clouds them because of the smoke, mm-hmm. but it also, it, um, it degenerates them physiologically so they can't function. So, so if the people who don't know what I'm speaking about, the alveoli, what are they and how are they um, important? So the alveoli, if you could, um, they actually are the places, the trees, they look like- Like a broccoli tree. Yeah, they look yeah. like almost like a, a blueberry or a grape tree where there's a bunch of them to increase the surface area for gas exchange. And it's the places in your lungs where gas exchange occurs, not only- the carbon dioxide and the noxious gases that you expel, but also more importantly, the oxygen you pull from the environment. So what we're designed physiologically because expiration is a passive um, activity, the, the, your lungs or your alveoli are more, it have more of affinity for carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide and other gases like that. So obviously, just to get down to the nuts and bolts without getting too much into the jargon, smoke shouldn't be in your lungs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So the reason why- No matter, it's, like vaping smoke, vaping, tobacco yeah. smoke, so, pot I mean, smoke. Exactly. So we can go through all of that, but what happens in these vaping pens or or whatever f- vector that you, the vaping device is sometimes they manipulate it to put different oils, um, just marijuana or- stuff with nicotine in it. And the, the consequence of that is you may not be as strong as having cigarettes smoke in your system, but it's just as bad. And it may even be worse in the fact of, because we're talking about metal coils, mm-hmm. the byproduct from the metal coil and the, you know, the, 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 the dispersal from that mm-hmm. causes metals building up in your lungs. And wow. we're talking immune system damage, brain system, brain damage, lung, liver. I mean, whenever you have cellular damage, cancer gets put right on the table. Right. So your body's just not working the way it should be. So you have abnormal cell growth, which is basically a definition of cancer. But the first thing that happened, and this is why the popcorn lung comes to full circle, is 
inflammation in your lungs because proper gas exchange can't occur. Your body wants to expel all the smoke or whatever noxious substance that's in there. And it can't draw oxygen, clogs it, it inflames. And then next thing you know, you have the complications. Now, now is there any basis at all other than marketing for the notion that the vaping is better than smoking for you? Well, it's not, it's not better because what happens is while it may be on TV or in periodicals or people talking that vaping's better than cigarettes, mm-hmm. marginally, you know, I mean, we can talk about 7,000 toxic chemicals. It's, I found a, a study from Johns Hopkins Medical um, School from Michael Blaha. Mm-hmm. about five facts on vaping, right? So mm-hmm. 7,000 toxic chemicals <laughs> are from vaping, which is still not toxic as cigarettes, but it's still, I mean, the vitamin E acetate's still there. Yes. And what happens informally, what they're not talking about is the kids and even the adults, they're manipulating the device. And because uh. of that, it's just, it's modified. So there's more metals associated with it. Well, he, yeah. Here's the thing too: is that uh, I look at this as as two prong here, maybe three prong. But if we're just it's just popped into my head here. Right. Um, look at the rising popularity of vaping is dramatic. So especially among teenagers. So here you get young people involved. Well, I got that at a low, yeah. younger age, so, and it's going out to more. I mean, if you look at it, thir- as of as of 2018. Thirty-seven percent of high school seniors reported vaping. That's up twenty-eight percent from the year before. Well, the thing is, and you know, I, I'm not going to get so into the stats because I want all of you to understand that your kids and your friends and people, more importantly, your kids get this by people because it's scented, it's yes. flavored. You can't. There's people sometimes vaping in the classroom, and the teacher has no idea that they're vaping. You know, they look like USB ports. They look like pens. They look like all these different devices that sometimes, and they're smokeless. Also, they're more advantageous for the teens because there's less of that smoke smell. Right. You know, like when when we were kids, we'd go to the bars and the restaurants and, you know, people were allowed to smoke in restaurants and Mm -hmm. stuff. So, you'd go home smelling like smoke. Now, no one, they could be vaping and they're not going to smell like smoke. Their clothes aren't going to smell like smoke. They also are flavored, which brings you a whole another topic on the table because there's more chemicals to flavor artificially mm. the, the device. And it just pulls people, like you said before, which was great. It pulls not only adults, but more importantly, it pulls kids into yes. this kind of spectrum you know, as I would classify as a recreational drug. Oh, absolutely. That would never think twice about doing it. You know, they just it, would never do yeah, it. Yeah, they wouldn't. They would have never done it. And now this yeah. whole new group of people are are trying it. I mean, you know, there's an estimated 2.1 million middle schoolers yeah. using Stats. e-cigarettes. Come on, I mean, <laughs> come on. That that's ridiculous. Little kids, you know. It tastes like berries. They don't yeah, taste like tobacco. Which brings me back to the whole when you manipulate the device, whether you're putting nicotine in there, like nicotine kind of yeah. you know, oils or whatever substance you're putting there, it's not designed for that. And it's also when you talk about kids, 
you're not, your nervous system and your body's not mature till your early 20s. So they're more apt to develop brain damage or oh, nervous yeah. system dysfunction. And it's, it's, yeah. it's just frustrating and I, sad. Uh, it is. I mean, you look, you look at this too, because um, not only does it affect your lungs, but it also has an impact on the heart. There was a, a studies done by the uh, Cedar Sinai Sinai team, and they compared the hearts of ten non-smokers to the hearts of ten tobacco smokers and ten e-cigarette smokers. So, all the people in the study were all under the age of forty, younger than forty. All were otherwise healthy. In response to a mild bout of exercise, mild bout of exercise. Measures of blood flow increased in the hearts of the non-smokers, like that's supposed to, right? Your blood flow is supposed to increase. Among the tobacco smokers, this increase was blunted. So we expect it to have a, a, a less of a response. But check this out. Among the e-cigarette smokers, there was no increase at all. None. So this suggests that e-cigarette smoking causes an abnormality that impedes blood flow regulation in the heart. I mean, what are some of the long range effects of this? I mean, it, it, you're going from bad to worse. Tobacco is bad enough, but the e-cigarettes are even worse with an effect on the heart. I don't know, has that, has that been addressed that much? Have we been talking about that a lot? I haven't seen this in the news. I'm only finding this from the research I've done on the subject. Well, the news is, is very reactive versus proactive. Right. So, you know, when you're talking about an impact on the nervous system, the heart's going to be the consequence of that because when you stimulate, again, the nervous system, whether it gets blunted or not, right? you know, it's almost like the adrenaline dump thing we talk about. Yes. You know, you get sympathetic atonia. So when your sympathetic nervous system gets hyper-stimulated, mm -hmm. that fight or flight thing. Yeah. Or um, freeze. But we'll talk yeah, about yeah, well, that. That's another, that's another <laughs> podcast. But the um, what happens is the heart is the driving force of that, and yes. here's whether it be directly from the sympathetic nervous system stimulation or fight or flight or freeze, <laughs> but d indirectly from your breath, from the lungs, because it's coordinated that cardiopulmonary physiology. When you breathe, when your respiration rate increases to get mm -hmm. more oxygen in, whether you're exercising or because again, like you talked about before with the alveolar being blunted and then mm -hmm. you can't pull the oxygen from the system, from the environment, you're going to abnormally raise your respiration rate, which is going to cause your heart to raise its rate. I mean, we talk about stroke volume and all that stuff. The cardiac output is going to raise. It's going to raise. More blood. Right. More noxious gases out of the, out of the system. But yet, yet the means to, to have this exchange has yeah. been thwarted or, or 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 significantly impeded. So therefore, the heart's going to work harder. Yeah, and it's going to pump harder, and less is going to happen, and it's a spiraling downward process. Yeah, the oxygen can't get in because the lungs are complicated. The heart's going to raise up. It doesn't know that the lungs no. are, just need to know. do more work. It's just calling, calling, exactly. calling, so calling. It raises its rate. Yep. The oxygen yep. comes in. It can't come, or it can't come in. Lungs are going to respirate. Rate's going to rise. Heart rate's going to rise. It's just, it's a self-fulfilling. Yeah. Are, are we talking the result could be um, myocardial infarction? Oh, yeah. Or, or, well, they, or they stroke? Raise, they or? raise a heart attack, stroke, any any cardiovascular 
pathology, you know, which is heart attack, congestive heart failure. Stroke. We're talking about stroke, TIAs. We're talking about, you know, forget about just the lung stuff, liver, kidneys, diabetes, high blood pressure, all that stuff. Wow. I mean, it, it, you know, it just amazes me how, again- The system doesn't work properly. Yeah. So it's- it's, but it just amazes me how, again, this stuff was launched into the market, launched into the market, saying, it's okay, it's good, it's a great alternative, blah, 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 sold, and now we're seeing the results, the negative results, the, the impact on our society, especially our young adults getting into this, young oh, and children it, it, even. It's, it, it's also, it's the same type of pathway as like creatine. You remember when creatine was like the big thing? Mm -hmm. You know, it gives you an extra phosphate bond. That's another podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is it, it sells things. It's all about money that, you know, into the system. So what happens is at the end of the day, common sense approach, smoke's not supposed to be in your lungs. Right. Or any foreign substance shouldn't be in your body I mean, again, take that within a reason. I don't want to get too off to the the right, so to speak, <laughs> or the left. Um, so what happens is if you have too much stuff into your system, whether it be good or bad, what happens is your body has feedback loops to, to, to govern that. And especially when you're dealing with something in your lungs, if, if you're used to get it off smoking, you should start... It's just a bad approach because then you're going to have to become, you're going to become addicted as they've shown. I'm sure you have stats over there to the vaping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, actually, it's, it's, it's actually more addictive than cigarettes. cigarette smoking. It's very concentrated. And what people are doing is they're, they're taking these pods yes, and they're jacking it up. And they're also adjusting the amount of temperature, the amount that they can get in. So it's big. It's more intense. Storm yeah, it's, 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 it's more, more intense. intense. Yeah. And the other thing too is that, you know what? There's such a, a negative social connotation associated with smoke that, you know, people look down upon it. So you're going to do it less. Even if you are a smoker, you'll be more apt to do it less. But the vaping, oh, you know, you can do it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's yeah. smoke. Well, the, the bottom line is if you put a chemical in your body, you could argue, and again, I'm going to say this is a topic for another podcast too. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of pull it back. But if you put any chemical, even medicinal therapy, right? Mm -hmm. The idea is when they talk about even antibiotics, they say once you know you're done, or if you don't have a bacterial infection, you shouldn't be taking antibiotics. Let the body heal itself. However, if you have an you know, if you need antibiotics, you need antibiotics. The idea is because if you put chemicals, whether needed or not, it's foreign. Your body has a way of dealing with that. There's feedback loops. Mm -hmm. So whether it be resistant to it or um, incorporating a need for it, you know, one being addicted, one being, you know, um, you know uh, accommodation. What happens is with this is like anything with physiology, once you have the chemicals coming into your system, to inst to get that response, your body gets used to it, accommodates to it. So you need more of a chemical stimulant to right, get that desired right, to response. Get the desired response. So that's where the addiction comes in. So mm -hmm. what happens is because it's foreign, um, 
your body's going to end up becoming used to it. It's going to need more of a stimulant of those chemicals to get the illicit response. In this case, that satisfying uh, feeling in your brain. Yeah, you know, I mean, you get that euphoric feeling. Yeah. You know, people use it to relax or whatever the case may be. But the thing is that, again, when we're putting foreign substances in our body, guys, it's bad. Any, anything has side effects. Any, all even, of these things have side effects. Even good stuff, like buy you too much vitamin A is bad right, for you. exactly. It builds up, builds yeah, up. Yeah, so what happens is you want to get, um, with this, again, it's foreign. So it's, it's, it's just a bad road to go around to get off of any type of cigarette or other type of drug or chemical you're putting into your system, especially through your lungs. There's other ways to get off of it. You yeah, know, to get off the addiction, so to speak. That's what it comes down to. It's all from your brain. Well, you know, the, be- the best the best way to avoid addiction is to not participate in this stuff from the get-go. And, you know, many people get into it for curiosity and so forth. But the thing that bothers me the most is the fact that it was purported to be a good thing, purported to be harmless. And I'll tell you, and, I'm, and everybody who knows me knows how outspoken I was against it and still am. But from the beginning, I'm like, this is not a viable alternative. It's not. And look at look at the, look at how this has exploded. And look at now, what is happening? Look, I'll tell you what. We all know smoking is bad, right? Cigarette smoking, but I never heard of people developing such lung diseases so quickly and dying at a young age from doing it for a relatively short period of time. Uh, well, because they're still developing. I mean, that's, the, you know, their, their physiology is like potent sponges. Yeah. You know, you heard kid, kids are sponges. They're just, they're getting it at a younger age. You don't, you're not going to see, and I may eat this. <laughs> You may, you're not going to see your 12, 13, 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid smoking cigarettes. It's just, right. you know, you may. That's why I say I'm, you, you know, I'm going to eat this. But the idea is vaping, I would guarantee you, you're going to see there's there's a handful of people. I just, oh, there's much more. I'll, I'll definitely agree. There's I shouldn't say a handful, but much more. There's, you know? many more. there's many more children vaping than smoking. Because of the, the flavored oils. This, this mm-hmm. lack of smoke, the, all of the things that we've kind of touched on, the, you know, the, the lack of the smoke smell, which is a which is a put off. I mean, let alone the enticement of the flavored oils, it's the scents, and their friends using and everything. Yeah, I think because you know, go ahead. All right. Oh yeah. Well, because <laughs> um, because when you know, if you ever kiss the smoker, you know, you say, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like kissing an ashtray. Okay. You don't, you don't have that situation yeah. here with the, uh, with vaping. It's uh, you know, you can't be uh, tutti frutti or something. I think it's very important to point out. They may look similar. They may have similar properties, but these are very different things. Smoking, nicotine, ash, mm-hmm. all right. Vaping is more steam. These are very, they look similar. They're, they're act similar. They're very different things that like you could die by a pit of fire or you could drown. But still, what, what's the end result? <laughs> what's the yes, end result? Yes. But they're different. They have to, like, oh, this might seem like it's healthier uh, than cigarettes. No, I kind of disagree with that. You don't think they're, I think they're the ex- I think they're exactly the same animal with a different head. Hmm. What I mean by that is 
there's if you could if there's just as much depending on what vaping instrument you use, mm-hmm. you just there's nicotine in it, which yeah. brings you to the addictive. Well, that's the, that's that the addictive. Thing. That's the addictive there's, portion. There's marijuana in it, and I'm not gonna. We can have that debate, but it's marijuana has an effect on the nucleus of the cell. Okay, I'm not gonna say. Uh, listen, medical marijuana and all that. I, I, we can have well, here, a debate here, on a whole here. other day for that. <laughs> but, but we we can actually let's just delve into it just a little bit because okay. Medical marijuana, the use of that, if, if you have a choice, if you're in extreme pain and you have the choice, do I use opioids or medical marijuana? I'm going to fall to the side of the medical marijuana. It's 100%. 100%. Okay. I'm just saying, and I, as you were saying, I said medical marijuana, but the real animal in that arena is the recreational stuff you're getting on the street. Yes. Just like I said before with the manipulation of the vaping instrument mm-hmm. or using your friend's vaping instrument. Or that, or whatever your friends using, or a person that you're in in that circle with, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what's being added or subtracted or right. manipulated with. You just don't. Well, the other thing is too is that if you're looking at marijuana and the the, the pods they use for that, the THC level in in the uh, concentrate is like up to what ninety five percent now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but when, if you when, get medical <laughs> marijuana, it's it's. You know the source. The key right. is the source. Is I'm, ta- pure. I'm talking. I'm talking about the you know the recreational. Yeah, you um, don't know yeah. what they're putting in. You don't know what's in there. You just don't know. So and they could put anything in there, and that's the idea. And the THC level can be dramatically higher than you know the pot that people smoked back in the yeah, 70s and 80s. Different strands and breed, yeah. different. Well, well yeah, but well, THC level. That's uh, that's that's the issue. That's here, the right? that's the yeah, that's, that's the, the, the active chemical that resides in your cerebral cortex for up to 23 days. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it has been linked, not definite mm-hmm. links to disruption and destruction of chromosomes. And then just to try to bring it back to this yeah. topic at hand, the vaping, um, the vaping has definitely been shown to have the vitamin E acetate, the formaldehyde, yes. oh. the diacetyl. All those have been shown to have lung disease, gotcha. lung cancer, and all those cardiopulmonary complications. And- you know, I'd said I dissected cadavers in, in, in you know, in college and you, formaldehyde is pretty damn strong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get that. I can recall that smell yeah. like that yeah. just by talking. And it's 30 years ago, 25, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, I remember I remember doing dissection in biology oh. and uh, yeah, that, that smell was pretty rancid. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty powerful. It's and imagine powerful. You're putting that into your lungs. Into your lungs, oh, wait, which and, is direct access oh, into your physiology. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And you're also putting it in at almost 500 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, how can this even be thought of as being okay you're taking hot steam and injecting it Which into you your talk, lungs we can talk about like chemistry and the <laughs> higher the heating point of things it's more reactive yes which is you know it's going to be assimilated a lot more readily or do damage versus and that's that kind that's of like a, what i was trying to touch place on like the there you could die by fire you could die by drowning it's just like they're the same thing. You're still dying, but they're just like, yeah, this might seem Different like ways it's to healthier. It. <laughs> yeah. it might look cooler. It might seem like it might you might smell better, but you're still damaging these lungs. Yeah. You're still well, you're damaging the DNA yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. So it's 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 almost very long possibly long term change. And the kids, because they're not fully developed yet, their reaction is just it's 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 really quick mm-hmm. because they don't have the ability to try to filter out, try to 
filter out the impurities. Mm -hmm. uh, do we have any questions or comments from we anyone? Do, do. Okay, great, great. What do we have? Um, we get, this, got... get this hack off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, how are the underage kids getting vapes? Are enough adults and stores being held accountable? Wow. That's a uh, that's, well. That that's a great question. That is um, a great question. <laughs> well, you know what? They should be held accountable. And as with anything else, look. Okay, here are drugs illegal. <laughs> I'm gonna let, oh yeah, I'm gonna are let drugs go illegal. First. I'll just, jump right. Is on alcohol there. illegal? <laughs> is alcohol legal for those sure. under 21? Absolutely. Yeah, People yeah. find a way. Yeah. People find a way. And and I'll tell you find what. The other thing is, uh, there's also parents yeah. that are, are not that are not involved or too involved and permitting yep. it because there are there are kids i've heard of them having friends. vaping parties parents. having vaping parties in a parent's basement are you kidding me yeah oh, i no, mean like man, remember when cool. we were kids and the the drinking age even was like 18 and then it jumped to 21 you get your older brother or sister right. to get you alcohol it, they're gonna find a way they find a way and you know again we go back to the parents Listen, I have kids, man. There's parents out there that are their their kids' friends. Right. You're not their friends. You know, you're their parents. Yeah, so parents. it's like And 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 of course and now there's and, and everybody knows the place that you can go yep. back in the day. Yep. Oh, I know I can get my cigarettes, I can get my alcohol there. I can get my yep. uh, now it's uh, you're vaping. vaping. I can get my I can get my vapes there. And there's and, more places you can get them. Oh yeah. So like you know what I mean? Like like you don't need a liquor license and like it's not like alcohol oh. where like you go to a liquor store, like every gas station's got some kind of vapor oh, yeah. in there. They even have vape stores and yeah. everything. It's like And I'm sure they all have that one friend who could possibly pass. <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? Got a little couple a couple yeah, strands yeah. of hair. Come on. I mean, let's talk reality. <laughs> he stole his yeah. big brother's ID. Yeah. He's walking in <laughs> and uh, and he's he's supplying the whole crew. Um but the thing is that I'm going to roll it back even more before that step. This stuff should have never been okayed. Yeah. This should have never yeah. been okayed. Well, that's with any product, like it's kind of like we're behind the eight ball, like stuff comes it's out. It's reactive. Yeah. Stuff comes yep. out and then it's like, then we have to like react to it. It's not like there's no, nothing, the FDA, what does the FDA really approve anyway? Like you go to the vitamin shop, like a lot of people can make stuff. Yeah. Well, vitamin, vitamins are not covered by the FDA. Exactly. Like, so. But uh, supplements, but this yeah, should supplements be. and stuff. This should be, and it, yeah, and uh, it's it's a drug. This yeah. is a drug. Food and Drug Administration. How did this even? How did vaping even get on the market? This is where the lobbyists come in come into play. All the big money. You don't want me to get started. Uh, well, you know, I'm, go, I'm going down because I don't care. <laughs> I know. You know I know. I know. I'm. I'm. You know what? I know. I, I'm, I'm, I know. You know what? I've got a target on my back anyway. I got a big mouth. Uh, I've, I've been involved in a couple of things. So, I'm <laughs> sucking you right into this because you know what's happening? Because the pockets of all of the people in Congress are being lined by these lobbies. Yeah, I'm a little, the tobacco I'm lobby, a little jaded. The, pres the prescription lobby, they're all being lined. I'm a little jaded because I don't think it's ever going to change. I don't think so either, but you know what? I think you said the lobbyists, there's, there's so lobbyists, much money floating around that- someone's you know they'll they'll put money in your hand and then you'll yep. put money in their hand and it's just this revolving thing no matter how many the joke when i was a kid was there was always that hot corner in the town yeah and if you didn't watch around the corner or where you were driving through it you know someone was gonna get killed so the joke was someone's someone's gonna have to get killed before they put a traffic light up there it's not gonna happen i don't care how many 
it, it's just sad, but I don't, it, I don't see- To eliminate it, lobbies. Yeah. I don't eliminate. see how, it doesn't matter if how many kids die, get addicted, get, go on to like a, as a gateway to bigger and more uh, invasive things. It's not gonna. It's money. So 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 let's 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 say. Well, what can we do? Okay, That's what I was just about I'm gonna to tell you. You know what we can do? <laughs> we can do this, and this is a common theme that you'll see in all of our podcasts. The common theme is you. Yeah. You have to educate yourself. Educate you and the person next to you. Yep, yep. You have to you have to protect yourself. You have to look out for you. Yeah, and the person and, next to you. I mean, because yeah. you got to educate you gotta, the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. The kids at the end of the day, that's that's like the Quran. That's, you got you to gotta educate them on what the long-term game is because of, we talked about electronics before. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you know, going to be another podcast. Electronics, right? We're going to do that too. <laughs> you know, cerebrally, it gets people that immediate gratification. We talked about millennials, immediate gratification. They don't, you know, they want it now or in six months, they want to get a raise or the blah, blah, blah. You have to also have, you know, you, you, we, I go back to goals. You have to have short-term goals, but long-term goals too. And the idea is educate them, but know that there has to be a long-term game. What's the long-term complications of this? Right. I mean, same thing. If you look, if you look at um, guys who use steroids, for example, hey, um, I want to be able to lift X amount yeah, we of can weight. Go, so we can go down this road right? too. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's a short-term game. Yeah. Okay. So I will achieve this goal. Yeah. But what are the repercussions of that? What's going to happen to me down the line? Am I going to be on TRT when I'm 38? TRT. Okay. Am I? Am I? Am I going to have? <laughs> That's failure? a legal version for yes. steroids, by yes. the way. <laughs> am I going to? Am I going to have failure and issues? You will, yeah. Forward. Like that was the thing. I mean, we, we, you know, I started, I started training at a young age when I was like, when I was 11 or 12 years old, right? So mm-hmm. I was in gyms and, you know, when we were kids, people didn't go to gyms unless you were an athlete or you were an athlete, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but there was always that shady guy in the back of the gym that used to sell the performance enhancing drugs. And I'm not going to lie, you know, I was approached when I was, 12, 13 or whatever. But yeah. I knew that I wanted to have kids mm-hmm. when I was older. Yeah, I wanted to have a family. And the, the joke was, you know, it'll- Turn, sh- turn, your, <laughs> grapes, turn your grapes yeah. into raisins. Yeah. Well, just like yeah. we're talking about- Hey, we're, we're, we're keeping it clean. Turn yeah, grapes into raisins. But you shrivel yeah. up and you're yeah. not going to be, you know, be well, throwing blanks well, and stuff. And, yeah. and my point is that I didn't want to get that to go. I used to bodybuild and I wanted, I went to natural competitions and stuff mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it. There was no testing and stuff then unless you went to natural shows. Yeah. And my point is I didn't want to go down that road because the joke was, oh, you got muscles. You must be on the sauce. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, I was tested. Mm-hmm. Well, here's no. the thing. Where, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. And when I was in the gyms, they would sell them behind. <laughs> it's probably a decade old. Um, oh, they, oh, and they would, they'd be selling them behind the counter. You walk into the gym. Yeah, I never saw that. I, mean, I, yeah, I saw that. that. <laughs> would there, were, there would be a guy in the hey. back. <laughs> well, they, they were in the front. They moved to the back. When yeah, yeah. A little oh. younger than me. But they were in the front. They would sell it to you right there. You, man, these guys were making tons of money. And, and everyone was getting huge. And I looked into it and I said, nah, this isn't a good thing for me. So I stayed away from it. And I'll tell you this one of the reasons I got out of the whole weight Training, not weight training, but competition. Yeah. I, you know, I took first in one bodybuilding competition. I took third in another, 
and I was clean. And then that was my last one I ever did because I said, I can't compete with these guys because I refuse to put that stuff in my body. Yeah, you can tell when someone's oh, on yeah, the sauce. Yeah, you can yeah. just tell. It's just like when I, I used to race bikes and, and run. I used to race duathlon. And you could tell when someone's on the your EPO or any kind of performance-enhancing drugs. Like even though at the local level you're not really tested, you can tell. Physiology is physiology. When you have the ability or lack thereof to, when you have the ability to, to, to do things repeatedly and it's mm -hmm. just superhuman, you know, it's like a quack like a duck. It's usually a duck. <laughs> so there's a long-term game to all this because just like with those sorts of things, the vaping, just to pull it full circle, yeah. it not, it's karma. You may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but decades from now, mm -hmm. it may show up. You know, it's just yeah. like if you live with a smoker or you work with a smoker. Right. It's the same thing. There's a yeah. short-term game and there's a long-term like game that it may show up, but your physiology is not working right and you just may have effects later on. It's funny because it was a, really, a little disappointing to me too when I when I was doing powerlifting and Olympic lifting. I, I, I reached elite level of powerlifter, you know, by my weights. But for me to go to the next level... To compete, I'd have to juice, and so I got out of it. Yeah, and it was, you know, and I went to college. <laughs> I was this actually after college. Yeah. I, no, was, I, uh, I was I was lifting. The last last time I ever competed in that was I was twenty five years old. Oh, yeah, and I, was, uh, I did pretty well. I was eighteen. Yeah, but uh, I got out of. Uh, <laughs> I was a joke around the lunchroom. Huh. So or, yeah, or it's again, again, it's again, harkens back to what. What are you putting in your body? What are you, yeah. what are you willing if to put in your body? If it's not meant to be there, it's not going to work out well for you. <laughs> you brought up chemicals before. Okay. So when we watch TV, how many prescription drug commercials are there? And the litany of what are the adverse side effects that they post. I'm like, it's worse than the, it's worse than the disease you had. Yeah. Just live with it. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> So how many times have we we've talked about this, man? Because yeah. I've known you a long time. Yeah. That, and it's also I talk about it with my patients. If something's, I'm going to say busted for lack of a better word, yeah. but you know what I mean. If something's not, if you're hurt, you're injured, repetitive strain injury, all that fun stuff, or whether you're in pain or not, the first thing they tell you to do is take off. And I'm a, I'm the cat. Do not, you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. You, you want to work around the discomfort, the pain. Yes. So if it's if it's your leg, if you really don't want to try to work through the pain with your legs, train your upper body. Yep. Just do something because what you do is you enhance physiology, increase your metabolism, you'll speed up the healing response. Yes, yes. As long as you keep things in check. It's just like this. If you look at the stats the other way, mm -hmm. like if you get off the cigs, you get off the vapes. Your liver, your lungs, you, it wants to be well. It will, mm -hmm. as, long as, it, as long as you're off of it and you start exercising, tr practice a healthy lifestyle, good diet, clean diet, your body will regenerate and heal itself. It'll turn the well, circle. The, the thing is though, but with the, with the popcorn lung though, is uh, from what well, I've that's seen- that's a different story. That, yeah, once that occurs, <laughs> that's done, right? Yeah. That's done, it's, you've it's, damaged it's it. It's necrotic, like lung tissue. It's yeah. dead, dead tissue. Yeah. Can we go there for a second? So say you're watching right now and you vape and you want to get off. You, we've, we've changed your life and you want to see the light. 
Um, what are some alternatives or what can we do to get off of it? And and, <laughs> and, and they might be asking, I can't do it cold turkey. I need the nicotine. Yeah. What are the wrong cats? <laughs> I, I, I rip off I, the band-aid. Exactly. I'm the same way. Like if you told me coffee's bad for you, I would stop drinking it today. Um, I, for I'm the very, withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. But that's the problem well, that, with the vapes. Just to just cut you off. I'm, I apologize. No, because there's substances that are addictive substances in there, yeah. you're going to dealing with the same withdrawal symptoms as your recreational and or medicinal drugs. So the problem is you got to just suck it up, buttercup, and deal with it. If you need to speak to someone, go speak to someone or find a program that's going to deal with addiction because it's an yeah, addiction yeah, it's, it's just like any other addiction look you got to change people places and things yeah okay any, any anyone will tell you that you got to change that circle you got to be around people who are supportive of you not doing it and i'll tell you it's 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 going to be tough there's going to be a period of suck okay oh yeah i call mm -hmm. it the 90 days of suck all right so it's going to take you a good three months or 90 days to really get get uh Get yeah. that habit out of your Get system stable. to Get stable. break that. Right. So if anyone has gone, just to, again, another podcast, sugar, <laughs> sugar, mm. um, alcohol, any of those things, when you um, when you change your diet, since I threw sugar out there to throw a different twist on all this. Another addictive. It, it, yeah. Substance. So sugar is really addictive. And the problem is people will start a new diet plan since we're in the whole resolution phase of the, of the year, right? And they'll be good for that week. And then at the end of the week, because they've suffered the suck, you know, the headaches, yeah. the withdrawal symptoms, the cravings, the this and that and the other that are associated with sugar addiction, you know, the hypoglycemic, the, the, mm -hmm. the glycemic wave, so to speak. Um, after about one to two weeks, you, actually, Nicole, your daughter would have a better time frame. Yeah. But there's a certain phase where your physiology will shift and your brain won't be addicted to the sugar. So the cravings will stop. The whole physiological complications of the glycemic wave, the, um, the lethargy, you know, all of those things. If we were all drinking coffee, we talked about it. Caffeine's the same thing. Mm -hmm. The whole visceral somatic reflex from it, when your physiology shifts, you'll stop those cravings. Mm -hmm. And then, then you'll see that it's just, it's a cleaner way. You'll have more energy. Well, you also you also more. you also want to look at why you're vaping, because you know what? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Okay. You got to take some introspection here and say, "Gosh, why the heck am I vaping?" I mean, of course, you, you know, you're gonna need, you're gonna need you're you're going to need some professional help on this. Okay. Yeah. You know, you don't want to go back to smoking. That's a bad or thing. Or a supportive group. And, like the, and the support you need group. a supportive circle. You need, it's yes, like you the, need a support the, circle. What's the meme that is? If your your circle's telling you you're not good enough, find a new circle. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Whatever. Yeah. It, that's the idea. I go back to exercise. Or you want to feel thin? Hang I out go, with fat people. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to exercise because it's yeah. just like, um, what am I? Um, cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So eighty percent of the cholesterol is built by your lip, made by you. Mm -hmm. So you could alter your diet all all you want, but the second you exercise, it'll speed it up. So yes. I just say exercise because it'll normalize your physiology, optimize it. It'll clear out the bad stuff, get the good stuff in. Yes, that's the thing. There's cell so, turnover. That whole there, thing. There's so many important 
necessary things that you gain from exercise yeah. and proper nutrition uh, that you know I, I, I can't. <laughs> and I say you don't have to more. be like us. No, you could do calisthenics. You could walk, run, bike. It just move because what happens is if you raise your metabolism, you're going to raise the cell turnover and the physiology, which yep. reminds me. Some other thing I have in this chicken scratch in this that I wrote down yesterday when I researched this stuff. Like smoking, vaping, it damages your epithelial cells, which is the cells lining the insides of your bronchioles, your your um, your oral pharynx, your your basically your throat, your mouth, and and, and and your inside. Is that from both the heat and the chemicals? Hundred percent. Okay. Um, that will turn over and regenerate itself. Mm -hmm. So you'll get that good quality inner lining, which boosts immune system. It yep. boosts just physiology. It just makes you so, better. So basically, some of this, do we have any other questions? Um, you guys got about 30 seconds left. If you want to be a caller, put it in the comment section or put a question in now because we're getting toward the end. So Because we're summing this up because yep. I'll tell you, basically this boils down to if you're not vaping, <laughs> Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not a viable alternative. Uh, if you are vaping, stop. Find if your kids are vaping, get involved and be a parent. Get them off. Like listen to them to understand why they're vaping, how to get them off. Like be a parent. Listen to them to understand them. Don't listen to them to be their friend. I'm a little yeah, no, it's, 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 per, it's perfect. I'm intense, man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> You're too intense. Yeah, heard that before. <laughs> and put exercise in your life. Yes. So that's just what I was about to ask. Copy you. that. I hope you weren't ending right there. I was just about yeah. to ask you last thing. Yeah. Um, so basically we're saying, so I've been blessed and lucky enough that I don't have addictive personality. You tell me water's bad for me. I'll cut it out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But if... If you are, if you are, you know, working out is the quickest and easiest way to remove those addictive personality traits. Is well, that, you get addicted. We're to, we'll replace the addictive with a with a with a with a positive a healthy addiction. Uh, yeah, yeah, a healthy addiction was a, a positive way to get that. That that you know, if you have to quench yourself with something, you have to become addicted to something. Instead of drinking alcohol, something. drink water. Right. D you know, well, do push-ups. I'd rather be addicted to exercise than water. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you speak to anyone that knows me my entire life, if Dworkin doesn't exercise, he's a different person. Yep. It just exercise balances brain chemistry. It balances and enhances physiology. It just it increases endorphins in the in a very healthy way. Right. That adrenaline dump that we mm -hmm. talked about, it just it, mm -hmm. it, it it eases it into the system versus dumping it. Yes. And it just it, it also enhances your response to stress. So it, it's helps. just it's a win-win. There's nothing it's a win-win. Help helps empty Exercise. that stress bucket. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, great podcast today. Uh, thank you for our special uh, guest, Dr. Dorkin. We're gonna yeah. we'll definitely have you on again. Dougie Fresh, thank you, boys. Corey, JC, thanks for your work. And uh, thank you thank for you. for watching. And remember, this is Master Phil in your corner. Strength and honor.